Welcome to I Am My Sister's Keeper and She Is Mine, a podcast where two sisters who are not mental health professionals talk about mental illness from our perspectives. Just two sisters living with mental illness and loving each other through. Welcome back. Feels like we've been gone forever. Well, we kind of have. I know, but not really. I mean, we're switching to once a month, um, so it's only been a month. Right, but that's a long time. Yes, it is. Not really, but kind of. Yeah. So it's the end of the year and it's kind of weird. How do you feel? Eh, I got my typical end of the year blues. Yeah, it's it's funny because it's like, and I don't know, like, I never really considered myself as having like seasonal depression or anything, but I noticed that I like, I don't feel depressed. I just am like, blah, like I'm very unmotivated. That's ex- that's exactly I think what seasonal depression feels like, you know, you just blah. Yeah. I think everybody feels that way when it's this time of year. Not everybody, but everybody who is affected by seasonal. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of people are affected by even people that don't really have like major mental illness. Like I just think it's, you know, it's the cycles of, and with the, the days being so short and like, I just want to be in bed. I know it gets dark so early and it's dark when you wake up. Dude, last night it was like six o'clock and I'm like, dude, I'm ready for bed. (laughs) I thought it was was like 11 (laughs) o'clock. I can't go to bed at six o'clock. I know that happens to me too. I'm like, I'm so tired. What time is it? And it's like seven 30 and I'm like, really? Yeah. And then it's 12. Right. And then I can't bring myself to, I'm, physically tired i try to read and i'm like your eyes are falling asleep yeah Yeah. it sucks i don't like it i know i don't i don't either yeah that's all i just never i never really realized it i knew that i wake up later because i generally wake up super early yeah you do and now 7 a.m comes and i'm still not ready to get out of bed well that's blah that's the blah part of it and then, you know. And it's colder and it feels good cozy. in bed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, it's weird the holidays this year with. Caroling gone. Yep. Our aunt sold her house and we usually have Christmas with her and she moved out of state. So, you know, we our family just, I, I think I posted about this on Thanksgiving. I posted about uh-huh. it because I realized, like, I'm all about traditions the holidays themselves i we don't we're not christian you know christmas doesn't mean anything to us in that way right but it's a family day yes thanksgiving in my opinion shouldn't even be a holiday you know just because of the history of it exactly but it's a family day and a food day let's be honest yeah so this year with Carolyn getting ready to sell her house. She didn't do Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I loved that, you know, we joined families between ours and our in-laws. Right. Which was too much for you. Yeah. And I got to be honest that once I was there, I was happy you weren't there because... Yeah, it's too many people for me. I was anxious. I mean, I'm already socially anxious, even around family members at times. Well, and it's just just a lot of people. I mean... I, I mean, we are super lucky because our in-laws are, are amazing. Awesome. They are. I love that family. We have an amazing in-law family. Yeah. It's just 24 people. Yeah. It's, it's is a lot. It's too much. It's a lot. It's, and there's kids and. Yes. Yeah. It can be a lot. So. Yeah. So this Christmas, you know, we're not having it at Auntie's. No. And it's just less and less of us. 
you know. Yeah, we keep getting smaller and smaller. Not even, I mean, Auntie's still here, but. Yeah, but she's, she's not local not, now. Right. You know, it's not so, like we can just drive half hour and see her. Right. Exactly. And I, I posted a Facebook post about this because, of course, I was pensive and thinking about mm-hmm. how I do. Yeah. And I'm like, God, it's so weird because, like I said, I'm all about the traditions. You know, Dad, for Christmas, we always had bagels. Always. You know, as bagels adults. Bagels and regular. Yeah. <laughs> he went he to went the to Jewish the bakery, bakery <laughs> on Christmas. And he always got us a black and white cookie. Yeah. Because he knew we loved black and whites. And it was always one or two. Yep. It was never enough for <laughs> no. everybody. But sharing is caring. Exactly. Just not when it comes to black and white cookies. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, it's what's weird, I guess, that I never really considered until Thanksgiving was that none of us have kids. So we don't even have anyone to pass our traditions down to. Right. You know, everything that we learned and the traditions that we've had, it all ends with us. I know. And that's kind of heartbreaking. It is. You know, it is. We have nobody after us. No, no one. No. Because they're actually, other than... Sherry and Missy, who are our cousins, uh-huh. are, we're our mother's cousins. Yeah. They have kids. But that's it. That's right. You know, Uncle Paul doesn't have kids. It's just. Well, Josh has kids. Well, yeah. So, so, so but so his Sherry's his, right, family goes right. on. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Depressing. It is. It is. You uh, just, you know, when you get older, you start thinking you about mortality. You and, do. God, we are downers. Today. No, we are. But it's. <laughs> You know, we're real, so... Well, yeah, I mean, and I, I think people don't necessarily want to talk about that. You know, talk about mortality, because, you know, I know I you don't. don't. I hate talking about it. And so it's, I want to talk about it because I want people who who refuse or are ashamed to talk about it to know that they're not the only ones who think about it. I'm not ashamed to talk about it. It's I just, just I yeah. don't like talking about it. Right. The last time we talked about it was a week before mommy got killed in a car accident. Right. And so you associate I it now. Totally associate it with that and I don't like talking about it. Yeah. So that's where I stand. No, that's <laughs> okay. Just But we can talk about it today. No, if, if no you... there's nothing I mean mortality. Like I we talked about this and I don't even think I don't know if we've talked about it on a past episode with my health <laughs> anxiety and I finally feel like I have a little bit of a control on it right. because well, two things. Number one, I'm not afraid to die. I know. So I I think death is beautiful. I know where I'm going. I know what's happening in in my way. Obviously, I don't know factually, but I have a firm grasp of what I believe to be the yeah. case. And I'm not scared of that. Right. The only thing that I'm scared of is how it affects you and Stace. Same. And so I notice... On my birthday, right before my birthday, my health anxiety got really bad. Mm -hmm. And then once I had my birthday, I was fine. Mm. And then in November, it started getting really bad again. And I think it's, I'm not afraid to die, but I'm afraid to die during the holidays. Because, you know, like, look at Stacy. Dad died right before their birthday. Mommy died right after. Right. So it's like, I don't want to do that. To you. Yeah. Me, I'm fine. I hear you. As long as my pets and my family are okay, it doesn't matter to me. Not that it doesn't matter. I'm happy to be alive. I have a lot to do on this earth. But Yeah. So thinking about that while I'm having 
a health anxiety episode where I swear them dying. That's what I do now. I just remind myself, you're not afraid to die. Right. You know, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. It's weird. Life is weird. But you've always put other feel right. others' feelings and, and wants and needs before your own anyway. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't, it doesn't matter to me. Which, you know, we talked about that with our cousin the other day too, how we talked about that because I went to the doctor and she's like, are you ready to get some therapy? Right. And I said, I think I am because if I, if I don't, I'm a hypocrite. Yeah. Because I tell my clients, unprocessed trauma manifests in the body and unprocessed trauma can't be resolved. And I firmly believe that. Uh But for some reason, I think my trauma doesn't matter. But I've totally disassociated from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't acknowledge bad things. No, you don't. You and, don't. But I've never... Anything. Ha- right. It's weird. Deaths. Like, you you know they happen, but you don't... I totally disassociated from do. it. You oh, do. I never thought about that. Isn't that... I yeah. know. This is, a, this is what is this now... This is boom. Yeah. <laughs> this is what is now currently taking up space in my brain because I'm like, huh. I don't know how to process it because I don't, it almost is like it didn't happen. Like I know mommy died. Yeah. And when mommy died, I jumped into my career and that was it. Right. Like I didn't think about it. Right. I, I don't know how, mommy was my best friend. I know. And it's not that I didn't miss her. It, I couldn't because I knew that it would kill me if I thought about I it too much. And when dad died, I grieved his death. Yeah. And I cry about him all the time. I know. And, but I still kind of like don't fully acknowledge it. And, and I, not that I don't acknowledge what happened to us as kids, mm-hmm. but I don't associate myself with it. Right. It's like it was something, somebody else that somebody it happened else. to. Somebody else, yep. It's weird. So That is weird. I know. We totally handle it in different ways. Right. I mean, I don't, I just numb myself to it. Well, so do I. Oh, I guess we don't handle it in different ways then. But in we In different we ways, do. but we do the, we, to the same effect. Right. It, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, see, I think you numb yourself to the pain of it. Mm -hmm. Like you do things to numb. Yeah. Meaning, you know, you smoke weed, whatever it is. Yeah. I numb myself from it that I don't even feel it. Right. There's no pain for me to numb. Right. Right. I just don't acknowledge it. It's not even really that I don't acknowledge my pain. I don't know how to feel my pain. I can feel other people's pain to a detriment. I'm an extremely empathetic person. But for myself, even physically, look, I have an extremely high pain tolerance. So it's not that I don't acknowledge it. I know that it's there. I just don't know how to feel it. I don't know how to experience it. It's weird. Yeah, you need to see therapy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying you need to, but you no, should. I, know. Well, I think it could be beneficial. I really do. Uh, I, I, I think it would be interesting to see what happens with your issue, your medical issues that, Oh, for sure. That you have. And I think that's why my doctor was like, yeah, are you ready? Which I appreciate. She's not pushy. She's great. I've also had terrible experiences with therapists. Yeah, I know. I know. So I just, since I was five, I know I've never had, well, you were forced to go too. I was forced to go. They were essentially on Larry's payroll. So they were saying whatever he wanted them to say. So you had a very bad experience that with trust. Yeah, I don't trust any of them. Then there was that one who used oh, me to, to get, get to Stacy right. because that was her weird. girlfriend at the time was so also unethical. So I know. unethical. And I remember her name and everything. I almost just said it. And then there was that one I decided after mommy died, I should go see a therapist. 
And she was this older white lady and I'm sitting there with her and I was, you know, battling for infertility and all that. Mm -hmm. But I really wanted to have a child. And I said something about it's just really hard for me to imagine my mother not being in the delivery room. Yeah. And she said to me, she's your mother. Your husband belongs in the delivery room with you. Oh, my God. I don't know one woman that doesn't want their mother and their husband in the delivery room. Well, I mean, there's plenty of people who don't. Well, maybe. But, but my mother, like, But you if know, you have a good relationship with your mother. Who's to say going to have a husband? Like, at that time, I true. was resigned to the fact that I might probably wouldn't that's have a true. husband. I was doing this all on my own. Right. But still. You don't say that to someone. If I were married and mommy were still around and I was having a kid, I would want them both in there. Right. And I'd probably want you in there, too. Right. Well, because... <laughs> It's like the Kardashians. They were all in there. (laughs) I just, I I mean, most people, I think, any people who have good relationships with their mothers. Yeah, I'd want my my mother and my husband in there. Well, yeah, I mean, anytime you get, remember when you were a kid and like, this happened to me. So I was with a friend and I slammed my finger in the door, in the car door. And I was like, ow, and I was fine. And then I saw mom and just <laughs> lost. Yes. And the same thing when I fell down that metal mesh ramp. I remember that. And that metal was sticking yes. up. Yes. And, and mommy was like. <gasps> well, I walked. I was fine. Yes. I was completely fine. And I walk in and I'm like, mom, I hurt myself or whatever. And she. And and then I saw her and I got a little emotional. But then she starts she screaming because my back was ripped open. Yes, it was. Point is, I have no trust. I don't have never had a good relationship with a therapist that I felt saw me or understood me well here's the good news is you're older now mm-hmm. you're able to well now i'm happy to say fuck you and leave exactly pardon my language exactly so you're more you you stand up for yourself more now not stand up for yourself more but like you speak up when something's not right i don't, don't. i don't speak up for things that are, i speak up loud for other people that's true not for yourself. Yeah. That's but I true. think, yeah, I'm a, yeah, you come at somebody that I care about yeah. or even somebody I don't care about, yeah. like somebody, you know, social, social issues are huge in, yes. to me and I'm going to stand up and vomit out the mouth. Right. But if it's, if it's me, yeah. I don't. I know. You need to care I get more very about yourself. quiet and, and meek and suddenly I'm this little child. Isn't that interesting? I never We're having a whole that. therapy session I know. Right now. I never noticed that. I don't speak up for myself. I, I ask you, you to don't. sometimes. Hey, will you call this? Like, like oh. you know, oh. for myself, I absolutely don't. I guess don't. you don't. You do need therapy, huh? I know. <laughs> I don't feel bad for I me. don't feel bad for you. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> just from what I've gotten from therapy, it's really, it could, yeah. it's so beneficial. And Well, and I, I think part of it is, you know, I... I've spent so much time doing my own research about things. Like, yeah. So I'm like, I don't need a therapist because I already know everything because that's me yeah. in a nutshell. I know everything. And if but I it don't, just helps out, to get it out. Right. I know you journal and stuff. It's not But the it's same. not the same. It's it's bouncing it off of someone who is impartial to the whole thing, who doesn't know you per se. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just... Well, and that's, but that's also part of the problem that I have is that you have no idea what I've been through. Yeah. But, but then again, if I tell them, right, they'll know. <laughs> you're supposed to talk about that. But I don't know. I like, I don't know how to, like, Dude, I don't, I don't well, how does that make you feel? I have no idea. I, I don't feel anything. The same thing. Have, I don't know what to say to my therapist sometimes. Sometimes it's silence. That's okay. And she's looking on her computer, Googling stuff. 
like to tell me coping right. skills and stuff like that or where to look right what groups to join and stuff like that but sometimes I don't say anything because I don't know how I feel I don't know what I want to do right. I don't know I don't know right because and we were never well we were never allowed to have feelings about anything right. not that we weren't allowed it wasn't no, safe to it wasn't so we just we never we never learned how to know what we were feeling and i don't and that's so frustrating it is because you can't you can't i feel like i don't know who i am mm-hmm. that's how i feel yeah like i am an imposter walking around in this world like Yes. I don't belong. Like, it's just the weirdest thing. Isn't it funny? We're so much more alike than we think we I are. Know. Just And solely because we just handle things differently. Yeah, exactly. But in, in actuality, we're exactly the same. And that's solely because you had a more adult mommy than I had, I think. And I had dad. Right. And you had dad. Like, not to say mommy was... No, but nothing. mommy was a child. She was a child having a child. And, you know, when you're that young, you don't know what to well, do. Well, and she was in the middle of being abused that whole time. Yeah. Whereas when she was with dad, she wasn't. Right. Either. Right. You know, so there's just... There's a lot so, to it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. So we'll see. I mean, I... this <clears throat> The other thing this time of year, I spent a lot of time reflecting yeah you know like what did i accomplish this year if anything yeah and i i mean i quit my job i accomplished a lot you did and then it's like well i didn't accomplish enough right i know always been and you're always hard on yourself too about you know you want to be because and i figured why because i have always been the smart one yeah like i was just labeled as the smart one well you are and and but that's a lot to live up to oh you know it was never it was uh, you're she's the smart one she's intelligent oh. whatever oh. and it's a lot to live up to yeah i guess because it would then be. i'm expected to, to yeah succeed. so i'm floundering you know like what a lot of the challenges that i have with my business is that do i do what i want to do i do i do what people expect me to do do i do what's going to make me money right yeah. so if i just could drown everybody else out mm-hmm. and just do me yeah. and how I want to do it. Right. Whether people think I'm a evil witch or not, because I'm going to attract the right people. Yes. But there's just so much information out there. And there's so many, like, especially right now with coaching, you know, there's so oh, many coaches so out many there. Coaches. And then every single personal coach turns into a business coach. And mm. now they want to tell me how to be a coach. Oh. And it's like, I'm, I'm, and it's, I don't even like to use the term yeah. because I'm not a coach. And then, and then I was like, because I'm a crystal healing practitioner and I don't like to say crystal healer and you have, you can't say crystal therapist because that word therapist. Right. And you can't really use the word counseling. But then I'm like, I can use the word counselor because I'm ordained. Oh, nice. So maybe I'm a spiritual counselor and not a coach. Ooh, this is I totally like off that. topic. But, I like you know, that though. Right. It's the, all these labels. Yeah. I'm just me and I want to help people. Yeah. Like that's all. I, I don't care what it looks like. Yeah. I don't care if it is just sitting with somebody while they cry, while they die. Yeah, like I'm good, good at that. You're good at that end of life stuff. I'm not. Not at and all. And then I just have all these ideas. It's hard end of life. I don't. But see, it's because of the relationship that somehow I've created with death. Yeah. That. I don't see it as a scary thing. Right. The only negative, in my opinion, about death is the sadness that it leaves behind. Exactly. You know? 
It is. I mean, people are at peace in death, I think. I hope. Oh, I firmly believe that. Yeah. You know, but I also believe in different dimensions and time and space. Yeah. And so, like, I, and that, and that's part of the thing, like, I go back and forth with about mommy is, did I not mourn mommy because I know she's still here? Or did I disassociate? Now I have these well, conflicting information. I think it's because you mourn dad. So you must have disassociated from mommy. But Ma, I think, but mommy was so spiritual. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And dad wasn't. Right. And I know dad's here too, but I don't feel him like I feel mom. Right. Like mommy is so with me all the time. Yeah. Like it's almost like we're one person yeah. a lot. Like I feel like her spirit jumped into me a little bit. I don't know. Maybe so, that's why I cling on to you like I do. Not maybe cling it's just because you love me. Not cling on, but... <laughs> No, but for real though, because after mommy died, because I, you know, we all considered mommy to be our best friend. Right. And because we all had different relationships with her. But I'm the only one who picked up mommy's spirituality. Yes. And not. But what I'm saying is after she died, I immediately kind of clung to you. Not immediately. Not immediately because you detached from everybody. I detached from everybody. Because you isolated. A few years later, when I was coming out of the fog but still in it i but i also uh, jumped in to save you yeah you know because that's who i am like i wasn't gonna let you die right you know but i also i mean that time that you tried to kill yourself yeah i knew yeah i knew i don't know i was at work and i just like i called your apartment manager i'm like you need to go check on my like i knew in my Soul. Oh, I thought Lee and Holly contacted you because I um, sent them an email or something. No. Oh. I just knew. Oh. So. That's, wow. You know. Yeah, you're good at that stuff. Or, or could have been mommy, you know, or I'm connected yeah. to the spirit realm. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't question it. Like, yeah. I just. Well, thank God you did because you saved my life. I knew. Like, you literally saved my life. And so then you clung to me. So. Yeah. And we're fam- Like, it's just, I don't think it's a mommy thing per se. I just, we're close. Yeah. And, you know, I'm that person. I'm, you yeah. Know, just that person. You're my person. Yeah. That's, wait. It's funny the, the way our relationship has evolved over the years. Yeah. Remember when I was a kid, I used to call you my second mommy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sure do. That's all I remember because I don't remember you being around because you're so much older than me, I was. You know, so yeah. by the time I was old enough to have memories, yeah, that I was out of the house because I moved out. At, I moved out at seventeen. Right. So, but yeah, so yeah, of course. And I was going back and forth in, with Larry and God. I loved you so much though when you were a baby. I, I mean, cute. I still love you I was so a cute much, baby. obviously, but man. I remember waking you up. They'd say, don't wake up the baby. (laughs) I won't. And I'd go up and I'd wake you up. And I'd pick you up and hold you. Well, you didn't even. And then I'd put you back to sleep and you'd go back. And you didn't need a doll. You know, you were at the age where you would have dolls. I just loved you so much. Yeah, I was nine. Yeah. I'm lovable. I couldn't wait till you got home from the hospital. And when you did, I was just like, ah. (laughs) I remember. (laughs) I remember. We lived in Brooklyn, obviously, you know that, but yeah. Anyway, reminiscing. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> we took an, a left turn somewhere. <laughs> We've took several. We, we generally do. 
So anyway, yeah, it's a time of, for me, it's a time of reflection. And that's just what I do. And I get all introspective. And and in your feelings about stuff. Yeah. And what, what, I think I do it mostly because I have to feel like I have to put a plan in for next year. Not that I ever do whatever I plan. Um, but uh, I actually just created, I need you to proofread it before you leave, oh. uh, a reflection journal oh. that I'm actually going to offer on my website to Ooh, my clients. Nice. I'll put a link to it here too in case anybody's interested in. Cool. But I like to look back and like what moments were was I proud of and what could I have done better? And like this for me was a big year because I left my yeah. career. I We started a podcast. Um, you know, it's just... Yeah, but, you started your own business. Right. And yet I'm stuck in I haven't accomplished anything this year. And I've accomplished, You've accomplished a lot. accomplished a lot. So I feel like for for everybody, it's really important. That's why I love journaling, because it's really important to acknowledge the things that you've accomplished. Yeah. Even if it's I got out of bed 10 times last month. Oh. You know, yeah. like it doesn't have to be. I should start doing that. Yes. Well, I'll get your journal. Yeah. Well, you're going to proofread it. Yeah. Before I, but yeah. So I just, it's really Im- imperative for our mental health that we are acknowledging. You're right. Everything. You're right. Because so many times I'm like, God, what have I accomplished in life? Like nothing. And then I'm like. You're alive. Well, I guess, but. And, and every little thing, like your shower every day. I showered every day this year. Yeah. That's true, because there was a time when I was just, like, so depressed that I couldn't even accomplish that on a daily basis. Yeah. So. And then it sets us, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I believe in planning for a new year and not resolutions, because I feel like resolutions set us up for for failure, but rather setting goals. Goals. Because, I mean, look at the gyms for the first two weeks of January. They're packed. Yeah. And then everybody's like, And people have spent all this money to join a gym and then they never go. Right. And I've done that countless times. I'm not criticizing that. Right. It's just, it's not sustainable. Mm -mm. Whereas if you set a goal, say, um, for for December of 2023, like I want to have accomplished this by 2023 Mm -hmm. and then you can break it down into every month and say, okay, what do I need to do? And then do a reflection every month and say, how did I do this month? What can I do better? And just constantly... It's awareness because we get so caught up in autopilot yeah. of just surviving. Right. Especially during times of like depression. Yeah. And winter, apparently. Just making it through. I just got to make it through. Yeah. And that's an accomplishment sometimes. Like I made it through. Right. That's and, true. And, and it's okay if you don't want to achieve so-called big things like i don't believe in that either i don't believe that people need to do big huge major things yeah there we're all here we've all experienced what we've experienced and we all came here with a purpose and our soul contract or whatever however you want to see it Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's just surviving right well and that's okay then i guess i'm doing okay you are i told you you're doing okay (laughs) and i think because i mean for people, particularly with mental health issues and people who grew up in poverty and things like that, it's really easy for people to be like, well, you can achieve all these things. Yeah. But we learn 
everything about ourselves and about life as children. You know what I hate when people say we all have the same 24 hours? Because we don't. No, I agree with that. We don't. We don't. If you have help, if you have uh, a, a trainer, say, or a maid, or, or you know, it's like we don't all have the same 24 well, hours. Well, yeah, and but even even if two single people... That you, with no maids, no trainers, none of that, like just two people, mm-hmm. we have different mindsets. We have different programming. Right. And it doesn't mean you shouldn't try. Right. But I think it sets this false narrative for people who are literally unable to achieve certain things yeah. because of, I don't want to say circumstances, because I fully believe that you can overcome your circumstances. Right. But everything is not. It, it's not one dimensional. Right. You know, it's just, I, we grew up in the same exact house mm-hmm. and we're totally different yet the uh, same. Right. So it's, there's different opportunities. There's different mindsets. There's different wiring of our brains. The totally different wiring of our brains. Yes. That's what I think the biggest thing is because. Absolutely. I mean, like we've said before. Mm-hmm. Trauma. Re- yeah. And you had dad yeah. mm-hmm. and, and yes, trauma rewires the brain. Yeah. I just, I just think, I, I just, I want to believe that. I want to believe that everybody has the same opportunities and, but we don't. We don't. And, and to say that we do is, and, and not just mental health or motivation, but race. Yeah, race I mean, uh, um, gender. Class, your social class. Yeah. You know, like if you have money or no money, mm-hmm. like there's. There are so many hidden biases yeah that we think you know like i think i'm not a racist Mm -hmm. and i'm sure i have biases because we all do we all do and i i but we at least we try to be aware and i know that people who grow up in in poverty or different classes or who are of a different race do not have the same opportunities as us i don't care what anybody says no i agree with you i see it and i offended by people who don't see it oh Oh, we probably same. shouldn't get into that here. No, we shouldn't because that's a whole different yeah. subject. But it's important to to be aware of. Yes, absolutely. Just in that we don't all necessarily have the same 24 hours. Right. Because, yes, we do have the same 24 hours, but we don't all have the same anything. Resources. Resources. Right. To get through that 24 hours. Right. Like, you know, we just don't. Right. Yeah, I'm like, sometimes I'm... Like, how do people find the time to clean their house? Like, I don't even understand. Well, some people have maids, like I said. Or spouses. You know, it's, I love, love being single. And sometimes I just want a spouse or a partner to, like, help me out. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. can somebody just do the laundry? I love being single, too. I think I'm just so set in my ways now. But, you know, it's nice to be in a relationship for the cuddles. I like cuddling. But I don't need a man. I don't know. Like, I would like to be in a relationship, but I am also very set in my ways. In Because I'm, I'm very independent. You're very independent, and that can be intimidating to some people. It's been very intimidating to yeah. people. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Like, I used to not be okay with that, but yeah. it's not my problem. It's not your problem. That's their problem. Yeah. Like, we could do this together. I would love for somebody to come in and be a man. Yeah. And do all the things. Right. I have not had that experience. <laughs> 
And I've had to do stuff on my own. Right. And thankfully, I know how to do it. Right. It would be a huge turn on if somebody else would come do it I for a man or woman. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I don't at discriminate. This point, at this no, point. No, I don't never, I've never, like, said, I've never, now we're having the sex talk, but I've never been like, well, I'm straight. Oh. I just, I, I know I am because I know right. what I like. Right. <laughs> I've always considered myself on some spectrum. Because yeah. I just feel like I'm going to fall in love with a person. Yeah, that's true. And and I have had friendships like that where I was just like, oh, I love this person so much. I don't think I was in love with them, but it was like you just you love being around them. You love hanging out with them. But I don't think I could ever do anything sexually. Sexual. Yeah. Yeah, I just. I kissed a girl. Well, everybody. I know. I remember. And you were there. And then we sang. That you kissed <laughs> yeah, a girl and you, you liked all it. were there. Oh, my God. That was like your, what, 48th or 49th? It was recently. It was my 49th birthday, maybe. Yeah, it was before your yeah, 50th. Yeah, that was the sure. first time I kissed a girl, too, yeah. in my life. That's awesome. At 49. Oh, how did we get to this subject? I don't know. We're talking about relationships. Oh, my God. But, so, in talking about relationships, we need to step away from the expectation that everybody's supposed to be in a relationship. Yes. To make them happy. Yes. Because I don't. Right. In fact, and I've said this before, I'm 100% happier out of a relationship because all of my insecurities come up when I'm in a relationship and I turn into a person that I cannot stand. Well, and it's, I mean, particularly with people with borderline personality disorder, it's hard for us to be in a relationship and feel happy. It is. So it's, it's, it's easier to just be on our own sometimes. Yeah, it is. It is. And because we've created shame around who we become in a relationship. So we think it's better for other people if we're not in a relationship. It's true. It's true. And every person should have a right to be in a relationship or not be in a relationship and be within a relationship with whoever they want. Right. If they choose to. Right. There's so many expectations by society. Yeah, there are. Of of how people should be. Of how how people should be. And they all get this uh, total morality thing out right. of the Bible and stuff, but they don't follow Well not even not even religiously. Let's take the religion out right, of it because that's not a good police. idea for us to talk about. Right. Of of what what like, a, a a life looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like something different for every single person. It does. Regardless of anything. Right. All that people should be worried about is that people are happy mm-hmm. and healthy mm-hmm. and have their basic needs met. And, and people we, that's even, what we need to be worrying about is that there are people out there who are not having their basic needs met. A lot of them. And why? When we have billionaires. Here we go again on the political Yeah, we thing, won't get political. We're, we're not that's going not smart. to. Um, that's not smart. No, it's not. It's not smart. <laughs> well, and it's not good for our mental health. That's no, why it's not. I'm like, I can't talk that's about it. That's why I, I stopped following it. all that crap. Yeah. Oh. Best thing I ever did. I was talking to Steph about this yesterday because regardless of your leanings, mm-hmm. if you will, you know, if people are like, well, Facebook is so negative. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe that to be the case because it all depends on two things. Who are who, you following? You follow? So for me, like I even had to stop following all the progressive stuff. Yeah. Because it was... I don't want any extremism, no. right or left. Right, Same. It's not healthy. I know, it's not. And so they put their spin on it, and then it makes me angry. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that. Exactly. So I unfollowed everything that wasn't, that had anything to do with, with anything. politics. 
or in anywhere or, or news politicizing anything. Oh, okay. I don't do the news. Yeah. The other thing is that it relates to is what are you clicking on? Yeah. Especially if you're clicking on the Facebook news. Yeah. Because if you click on something about whatever, you keep getting more of that. Yes, you do. So I I challenge people to only click on things that are positive positive the and not, not, motivator guy oh i love him and just see what happens because that's all you're gonna start getting in your feed it is and i'll tell you that guy changed my life because it made me see that because he was so depressed wanted to kill himself and all he did was went out there with a sign giving away free hugs yep. that's how he started yeah blindfolded free hugs and telling people i love you yeah and it's amazing when I love you or I'm a proud of you or any kind of positive people affirmation. People who don't hear that. I've no, never heard it. Exactly. Or gotten a hug. Mm-hmm. And heart, Not, heart to heart, 20 seconds. Yeah. We need eight hugs a day to stay healthy. God. And a hug should be 20 seconds. That's Steph, my friend Steph, who is Masterpiece Coach. Right. She traveled around this summer and we remade her logo stickers mm-hmm. um, to say heart to heart 20 seconds. Oh. So every time reminder. I hug people now, we make sure it's to the right, like our heads go to the right so our hearts are together. Mm-hmm. Because there's science to show that our hearts will sync up. Wow. So it's just, it's similar to, I won't get all in my business crystal stuff, but so like crystals have like a constant vibration. They all vibrate to a certain frequency. We also vibrate, but our frequencies get off due to stress and health and stuff like that. So the crystals, that's why we use them, will bring and train with our vibrations to bring it back to homeostasis. Mm. Heart, heart hugs are the same. If your heart is sad, for example, and I'm feeling happy, I can bring your happiness level up with that, oh, wow. that hug because our hearts entrain, our heart rhythm entrains. Wow, that's cool. The way we are all connected is mind And that's the thing, is we're all connected. We and it doesn't all matter what your political red. persuasion is. We all bleed red. Yep. So what the fuck? Right. Anyway. <laughs> right. And we all need each other. We do all need each other. I mean, I've been guilty, too, of being like, you know, fuck you to people that I don't agree with. Right. And that's not good. Well, it's you know, it's not good for your own mental. No, it's because not. it's just you're just filling yourself with exactly, negativity. Exactly, exactly. So I'm glad I got out of all that. Same, because I couldn't handle it. I know. <laughs> I know. But that's where, that's how you can distinguish the toxic positivity to positivity. Yes. Right. Like, you don't have to be happy go lucky about everything, but maybe just bring it down a little bit and and mindfully be more positive. Right. And. You don't have to be positive and happy about shit that's going on. You right. can just choose to not let it enter your space. Right. And that's easier said than done a lot of times. It like, is. let's be honest. I mean, my God. But, but again, I, it's, it's for me, it was becoming detrimental. Hugely. Like, I was not in a good space. Well, let's be honest. The whole Trump presidency, you were in a bad space. Just. Bad. And I'll tell you why, because I just didn't understand, like, how people could 
root for a man that is just so obviously right, bad. Right, but so that was all you were seeing. I know. Though. That's I know. all you were seeing. It was. It was. I know. I I admit it. I was and that's why by it. I say like we've had this conversation in that people think that there's more hate than good. Yeah. Hate is just louder than good. It is. There is so, so many good. There are so many good people out there. There are so many good things happening. Mm-hmm. It just and, and because the media doesn't want you to see. I know. That. I know. You know They're, they want to divide. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We are a fear mongering society, we are. and we have to make a conscious choice to not allow ourselves to get caught up in it. Yeah, like I said, I unfollowed all that crap and. And now I follow more positive and uh, affirmational kind of yeah, pages. And, yeah, and it doesn't mean that we shouldn't be aware of what's going on around us. It's important for us to be educated. Right. I don't want to be ignorant to right. everything. But it, social media is not the place to get the news, right. nor is any typical online source no, anymore no. because it's all skewed. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, what happened to the days where they gave facts yeah. without opinions? I don't know. Like, well, this happened. Yeah. Okay, like, let me go figure out why it happened. Like, I don't, I hate that. I know. We're so random. Yes, we are. Uh, (laughs) Okay, back to mental health. The other thing that I find myself doing a lot, and I tend to do this every few months, is the whole decluttering thing. Yeah. Like, I need to reorganize everything Mm -hmm. and start getting rid of shit. Mm -hmm. And I, I firmly believe what they say, that a cluttered mind is a cluttered as a reflection clutter is a reflection of what's going on in your head cluttered life cluttered mind right yeah but i don't think the cluttered life is causing the cluttered mind i think the cluttered mind is causing the cluttered life i agree with that and vice versa yeah i I think it just all ties into yeah but then i go on this rampage where i just like i don't want this anymore like i just get rid of stuff i know because i just do like i want simple and i don't want all the stuff and yet like, I don't have a lot of stuff, but I have a ton of stuff. You do. Because I have a library full of books yeah. that I will never get rid of right. because I like my books. Yeah. And because I buy books that I don't read for years. Yeah. I buy them and then, it's like... It's nice when, to have your own little library. Well, yeah. And I feel like it's, like, a message from the universe that I need to buy the book. Mm-hmm. And then I find it when I'm supposed when to find it. Right. And then my other lots of stuff are my art supplies, which I can't get rid of no. because I do art. Right. And my crystals, crystals, which of course. Yeah, those aren't going anywhere. So it's like, what else can I get rid of? There's really not much, yeah. but it feels like it's too much. I know. And I'm blessed. Like, I'm you not complaining. Are. No, I know. And I'm not taking away from people who have nothing. I, I am know. extremely blessed. I, you know. And it clutters my brain. Yes. And I'm just constantly seeking for a way to organize things. You are. I love to organize. You do. Like, it makes my mind happy to go, I went to Steph's and organized her whole garage. It made me happy to do that. I hate organizing. But I can never seem to find the, like, planner piece. I have never, still not found my planner piece. I know. Of, of what is the perfect planner for me that I'm going to use and that actually fulfills all my needs. You need to create one. really do need therapy. I have, I want to get tested for neurodivergence for of some kind. I have this feeling that I'm on the spectrum. Oh. Not, in a, I don't, I know that when I was a kid, they wanted to di- diagnose me as ADHD, and I don't really feel like that's what it is. Oh. I know that my brain works in weird ways. There's something. So I want to see if they'll test me for that. Well, I mean, I know they'll test me for it. I want to see if my insurance will cover it. Yeah. 
because that's very expensive. It is expensive. And that's a shame. Because yes. because if people could just get properly diagnosed, mm-hmm. you know, there are so many people walking around with ADHD that don't know it. Oh, I wanted to get di- to take a test for it. It's $2,500. Yeah, that's insane. $2,500. That is so unattainable for so many for people. For so many people. It's like, it's maddening because... I know I have some kind of learning disability, right. but... Well, you've always thought that you had dyslexia. Yeah. And nobody ever tested you for right. it. And it should be readily available to it people because be. because not even like they're not going to treat your dyslexia, but if you could just get the validation... Right. Exactly. That, that is why you had... Cha- I mean, you had challenges in school because your life sucked. It did suck. But also, I can't retain information. Drama. I mean... I'm not saying it's not something, yeah. but that's a trauma response yeah. also. Yeah. The trauma fucks with you. It does. So Tra- bad. It does. Like, they don't tell you about all of the effects of trauma. Take Physical, away, mental. Yeah. Take away the bipolar disorder. Take away all of the the, the diagnosis. Yeah. Diagnoses. Yeah. And say it was trauma only. Mm-hmm. See, the CPSD, PTSD. That alone has so many effects mm-hmm. mentally, physically, emotionally. Emotionally, yep. You know, and all of it. I don't really think that that's accounted for for a lot of people. I know. And because there are a lot of people who have experienced trauma that have never even, um, I'm going to say acknowledged it, like me, I have acknowledged it. <laughs> but people who felt shame around it and mm-hmm. never told anybody mm-hmm. and never spoke of it. And it's like, I know. And then it manifests in your body. It does. And in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's be honest. We could talk about trauma for a lifetime. So. True that. <laughs> it's the end of the year. <laughs> it's the end of a whole other fucking year. I know. I, I don't even know where the years have gone these last few years. It's like boom, boom, boom. Fly yeah. by. I know. And you've accomplished a lot this year. I'd like to acknowledge that. Thank you. On a public forum. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I tried. But see, that's the exactly. Yeah. So recognize your accomplishments. Thank you. Because that was the biggest thing that you could have possibly done this year was try. Try. And you did it. And I did it. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> uh, so before we wrap, know that if you didn't accomplish your goals this year or feel like you didn't accomplish anything or whatever... That's okay. Don't beat yourself up. There's still time. We don't know how much time we have here. Right. But it's not too late until it's too late. Exactly. So just keep trying. Just keep pushing. That's all you can do is try. Yeah. And and I do challenge people to just to reflect because because time goes so fast and we're living on autopilot, we don't recognize the things that we have done a lot of times. True. And if we take time to reflect and see what what I could have done better Mm -hmm. and then maybe just focus on those things and not focus. We want to do everything all at once. Right. Like I have to do it all and I have to do it now. Whereas what if we just did one thing and what if we master that? Yes. And then we now add something else. Right. So you're not alone. 
If you are dealing with seasonal depression, if you are dreading the holidays, I know I talked about this for Thanksgiving too. It sucks for a lot of people. Yes, it does. And in different ways, Mm -hmm. you know, either people don't have family or they don't, they have to be with family they don't want to be with. Be easy on yourself and try not to set yourself any New Year's resolutions. Resolutions. (laughs) Set some goals. Like I always, at the end of the year, We'll sit and reflect and then set some set intentions. Some goals. And do I meet them all the time? Not no, even close. No. Because for me, they change. You yeah. know, you might start accomplishing something and be like, I don't want to do this right. or I don't want this. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That's okay. You can change your mind. That's exactly right. You can always change your mind. That's... Just when you're doing this, do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Do what you want to do for yourself. Yeah. For nobody else but you. No, nobody else. Nobody else's expectations. Because life is too short. God, expectations are so hard to reach anyway, you know? Yeah. Other people's expectations. Yeah. That's crazy to live for somebody else's expectations. Right. And we've all done it for so long. I know. Like, it's just, again, what what people expect, what society expects. I wish society just expected people to be happy and that would be the only goal that each of us would focus on because happiness looks different to everybody. That's right. So for, for me, happiness is being with my pets, you know, and you know, and that's sufficient for me most days. Totally. And if people don't like that tough shit, you know, so set your own expectations of what truly makes you smile. Yeah. And it might be different tomorrow and then you can do it again, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, this is our last episode of the year. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Didn't even think about that. No, I know. Yeah, but it, well, we'll see you next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So be easy on yourself. Have the best holiday you can, and have a safe and, and healthy. Happy. Yeah, happy and, and healthy <laughs> New Year. Yeah. And remember to be kind to others and to yourself. Love our podcast? Don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us at My Sister's Keeper Mental Health on Instagram and on Facebook. Also, please remember that we are not licensed mental health professionals, and if you are in crisis, please dial or text 988.